right. Welcome, everybody, to the Oatana Weekly Wrestling Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. Binge them all if you want to. Um, they're available on the Apple Network, uh, on YouTube with the videos included and everything like that. So uh, you can see this handsome mug right there. Um, and speaking of, uh, today, standing in for his father, uh, senior coach Hubden, we have junior coach <laughs> Hubden. Uh, Mr. Gabe Hovden here. Welcome. Well, thank you. It's good to have you here while your dad's in Hawaii. Yes. Is what I hear. Yes. Uh, been sending pictures and he's enjoying himself out there. <laughs> I bet he is. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, and to start us off, I don't want to forget about our sponsor. We have the Flemke Insurance Agency, Ben Flemke and his team over there who um, you'll also see them about out and about at uh, basically any community function or big-time supporters of the Oatana Wrestling Program. And their advantage is that they do the shopping for you. They are basically your uh, sports agents out there uh, trying to get you the best possible deal on home, auto, commercial, whatever it is. Uh, they have a couple of dozen carriers that they're able to shop for you. So thank you to Flemke Insurance. Well, Coach Hovden, I want to uh, go over kind of the last week of our competition, starting with Last Thursday, February 9th, we had senior night at home uh, against Chatfield. Invited uh, that buzzsaw to town. Yeah, that was uh, quite interesting to have them here, um, <laughs> to have a smaller school show up and come and do what they did. Yeah, They, they, they came to wrestle. Um, it was nice to see Trey Hyatt back yes. in, that, in that lineup. It, yeah. that, that helped out a lot. And it, it was, uh, you know, he had been practicing live for a little over a week before that. Um, but I mean, we always say it, the only way you get in a wrestling shape is wrestling. And that is true. A couple, is... couple months hobbling around. Yeah. He had some panic in his eyes. Like... Yep. Yep. It is. It is very true. I mean, there's a different, different, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just being in shape and then being in wrestling shape Yeah. and, uh, to be in wrestling shape, you, you running and riding a bike is not going to do it. No. No, and I'm sure the nerves, the adrenaline, that'll drain you too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Getting those jitters out under the lamp. Yep. Your first match back. Yep. So. Coming off an injury. Yep. So then you have that thought in your head too. Right. To, yeah. to defeat that thought. Especially a knee. You yes. Know? Like, is it going to hold up? He's, um, no, he was so excited and uh, got the victory. And then they threw out basically a JV kid to Kale Rob, unfortunately, on senior night. Yes. They're, they're good kid. Bumped up to 170 and yep. ran away a little bit. Yep, yep, ran from Kale. Yep. And then uh, Caden Keller, what a story. So Grant Lauer was sick last Thursday. Um, and I'll just let you know, so Caden Keller wasn't going to be at the meet at all that night because he wasn't going to be able to make weigh-ins since he's in driver's ed right now. But we realized he's taking driver's ed just down the hall in school. <laughs> And uh, Mr. Brushka, uh, Aiden Brushka's dad, is leading it. And so we actually pulled him out of driver's ed to weigh in quick and then sent him back in and full warm up. I'm sure Singlet was on underneath. And he sat through the rest of the class and then came up and wrestled with Varsity for his first ever match. And and, and to get a win like he did. Yeah, that, 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 that has to be a huge confidence booster. Um, and to get that experience um, out, out on the Varsity match underneath the light and come out with a pin. Yeah. Yeah, and two, you know, they they, were, they played a little bit of games uh, with their lineup, and so they bumped away and forfeited to Blake Fitcher, and so their 220 ran up to heavyweight, thinking, well, that's an easy win. It's a yep. freshman heavyweight going against. And, 
And Caden, I mean, it, it wasn't going to matter if it was first, second, or third period. He just looked like he yeah. was going to win. Yeah, he he was full throttle the whole time. He It didn't look like he was even remotely tired. The other no. guy he shouldn't have bumped up. I, yeah. I mean, he should have wrestled his own weight. But you go to run and you try and think you're going to get an easy win. Didn't pan out for that guy. No, no. Yeah, Caden, you know, for a freshman, is a full heavyweight. You know, he's 275, between 275, 280. And, and what a story for him. Um, it's He's a kid who, you know, we've been working with him and, and monitoring diet and exercise and everything. Um, and the work he's put in, I, every single day he's going with Grant Lauer and Coach Josh Woodridge yep. and uh, Coach Sorensen and all these hammers. And he just quietly gets the job done. He's, um, I mean, he's taking shots now. Like, it is so cool to see his development. Yes, the confidence from when I first seen him at captain's practice till I talked to him after that match, his confidence is is up there. He's a, he's going to be a true heavyweight, a yep. contender. I believe he could be a contender if he keeps his work ethic up. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that so that was fun, and uh, so yeah, being that it was senior night, we honored Captain Kale Rob, uh, Mason Bloom, who came back to the fold this season, which is awesome, and then our managers Cameron Fitcher, Skylar Krinsalik, Grace Nurk, and Caitlin Schubert. So um, had a nice reception then uh, afterwards at Brick Megger Funeral Home. So thank you to Glenn, Cheryl, and Mike Megger for uh, hosting some egg rolls and um, having a little party thereafter. And then we had a big old Saturday, and I ran into this coach uh, taking in the second-ever girls' section tournament up at Hastings. Yes, that was quite something to see. Um, I'm glad they're, they're, they're evolving into a girls' program. Yeah. Um, it gives them more of a chance to wrestle just with the girls. Uh, yeah. They don't have to contend with the boys. And I think it was great. It was my first one going to, to uh, um, a section meet for girls. Um, and the, the, the two that did place, um, I got to see their matches and they, they looked pretty good up and all the way through and for only being the second time, I mean, still the nerves on that has to be through the roof too. Yeah. So, so last year, um, to, to give you some context, we were doing sections one through four were together and sections five through eight were together. And the reason they split it up until one and two, where a specific tournament, three and four, five and six, is because the participation exploded. Yeah. Um, I know Isabel, our 107, who took second, was in a bracket with 13 girls. And there were 14 between at 107 on the other side, yeah. uh, sections three and four. So it wasn't like, oh, they're splitting up sections. There's only three per bracket or anything. <laughs> Everyone had at least a seven, if not eight person bracket yeah. that day. And that's, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, um, like you were saying, we had, uh, two qualify for state. Isabel Townley, um, had a heartbreaker against Maggie Olson, that little spitfire from Albert Lee, <laughs> um, had a really close match and then did one of the hardest things to do in wrestling. And that's come back and defend your spot in a true second match yep. after a loss. Yeah. And that, that's hard because now you, if you lose that next match, you're, you're not going the person I yeah. was at the third place match, which is good. They get a shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody should have to wrestle everybody. Um, but it is good that you won that one. Yeah, that was it. it we, we keep saying, uh, for such a sweet, she was just on the podcast, I think, uh, last week and for such a, a sweet, mild mannered person, 
we're trying to unlock and we may have to do it Jason Schubert style, just absolutely smack her in the face. <laughs> um, I'll, when, I'll be out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Cause when she gets mad, holy crap, her true second match, she was ticked. Yeah. I, I've actually seen that in a, a captain's practice between her and her brother. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm not going to say who fared out of that one, but it was, uh, one of the points where I'm like, okay, you two are done wrestling with <laughs> each other and I had to separate them, but it was a good goal for them. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I have seen it only once, but I think that it needs to come out a little more. Right. We got to unlock that kind of happy medium, not yes. like getting too crazy yep. throwing punches. But Yep. <laughs> and then uh, seventh grader Aaliyah Fisher also qualified. Um, uh, the kind of her uh, nemesis from Grand Meadow got revenge on her from the Pine Island tournament the week before in uh, a, a very sophisticated move. It's really high. No, it was just a headlock. <laughs> and she knew it was coming. And almost defended it correctly. Yep. Just got caught and then fought really hard for almost a minute. Yep, on her back, fighting yep. off that headlock. Yeah. So I know that's not the way she wanted to qualify for state. Mm-hmm. She wanted to go out on top there. Um, but maybe she'll get her again at state. Yep, there's there's that opportunity. Um, they either both meet in the, in the winner's side or they could both meet on the loser side. Yep. So there, there's opportunity to get another shot at her. Right, yep. And I think we'll fare, I think she'll fare better on this one. Yeah. At the next time they wrestle with the knowledge that all the coaching staff is giving her if she takes it and yep. does what does does what she does and she'll she'll be just fine. Yeah. Aaliyah is a very well-rounded wrestler and it, it takes something like that getting caught to yep. beat her right yep. now. And that happens. Yep, so. she's on fire. I mean, in the I mean, when she was wrestling junior high for us down there, she's the the when she was wrestling the boys, she was not Scared of any of them, and I, yeah. she went out and dominated on most of them. I'd say at least ninety percent of them she was beating on. And then yeah. uh, when she would get to see that there was a girl at her weight, her face would just glow like, "Oh, I get to wrestle a girl!" And she yeah, would, there, there was. I mean, it was more of a yeah, it was a it was a whooping she would put on the sure. girls. So, sure. but I'm glad she got pulled up and got this opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible her development. And then uh, Precious Carter was there, a, a freshman for us at 145. Did not place, but took some major steps um, in kind of always. Her maturity, um, she took down almost three times this girl that pinned her in about eight seconds up at Simley. Um, and then had another kind of heartbreaker at the wire when um, had the girl pinned. I'm not going to talk about the ref. <laughs> but uh, that was, yeah, that was a little frustrating. But uh, also with her, you know, a relatively new wrestler, only her first ish year and ending a tournament, ending her season like that, you would think she would, you know, just be completely dejected or whatever. She wanted to wrestle more. So yeah. now she's excited. She got the taste. Yeah, she got the taste. It's now she knows what it's like. Yeah. Um, and she I mean, wrestling at sections. I mean, not everybody can actually say I got to wrestle at a section tournament. Yeah. So. So good for her. Um, hopefully she sticks it out and, you know, keeps learning from the coaching staff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and then also that day we had the Big Nine JV Conference Championship. Uh, for the second year in a row, we took second. And also for the second year in a row, uh, we got a, a non-scorer placed higher than one of our scores, And so we got second kind of because of that. This year is because our scorer got concussed, Riley Krieger, and his kind of backup Parker Casas made it to the finals uh, as a non-scorer. So yeah, uh, place winners. We had first Nathan Gronley champion at 120. Um, and then we had a bunch of second placers, Jacob Wilson at 107, 
Parker Casas at 132. Big Chuck Sakura at 170. And then some third placers, too, ended on a high note with Justin Groundley at 13. Trevor Townley at 126. Uh, Peyton Gleasing at 145. He's just improving every week. And then, uh, yeah, big Caden Keller at heavyweight taking third. So um, had a had a really good showing there, and uh, that bodes well for the future. Yeah. We have a lot of young faces. And back to what you were saying, you had a non-scorer place higher. That just goes to show that anybody can beat anybody yeah. on a given day in wrestling. They're, you're, they're, just because they might be better doesn't mean you can't beat them at that day. Absolutely. Depends on who shows up. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then so this week it's uh, we're continuing that postseason theme with team sections tomorrow night, February sixteenth at Rochester Mayo. They're hosting as the number one seed. We are the number four seed, which isn't fun to say, but at the same time, this is the draw we wanted. We match up obviously the best with Mayo, considering we're the only team to beat them in the section. Um, so yeah, we start off with Century uh, in the quarters at six p.m. We should take care of business there and move on and wrestle at about 7 p.m. Uh, against Mayo and embarrass them and make them cry in front of their home crowd. That would be that would be that would be nice. Yeah. And get to Saturday and uh, finish it out on Saturday with a good day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that sounds good. Um, and we're going to we're going to keep you here for a couple of reasons. But first, we're going to bring on someone we know very well. Uh, Coach Matt Cretlow, right when we come back. Stick around. All right. Well, welcome back to the Owatonna Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Uh, Coach Derek Johnson here with Coach Gabe Hubden. And also a guy that I have to call coach for the rest of my life because that's just ingrained in my brain. Coach Kretlow. How are you today, sir? Doing great. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for having me uh, at this new podcast that I've never been on before. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh, a little bit different and... um, I know for a fact that you're not a guy that likes to boast about himself or anything like that. We're going to ask you today to do a little bit about that, though. A little bragging, a little um, trip down memory lane. But first, um, how about uh, shout outs to the family? You got some serious uh, athletes, including your wife and your family. Hmm. What's that family dynamic? All right. So my wife, Arla, and I uh, have been living in Owatonna since 93, although I was a local. So I was born and raised in Owatonna. I met her at school and then drug her back after a while. But we do have three children. Oldest, Steph, is 25 now, I think. Yeah, so she (laughs) lives in Nashville. Uh, she is a nurse in the operating room at the Vanderbilt Hospital. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. She was an athlete here in Owatonna, gymnastics, soccer, track, went to St. Thomas, was an All-American long jumper. Um, and then when I was in the real world, I have, uh, my second daughter is Sydney. She's, a 21, she is at the University of Minnesota. She's going to be an elementary teacher. Oh, great. Uh, she's running cross-country and track there. Jeez. Uh, and then I have a son, Drew, who is 18, a senior in high school here at OHS. Not exactly sure what he's going to do next year. My guess would be um, he may be going to Gustavus, play a little football there. Uh, he plays football and baseball here at Owatonna. 
Yeah. So at the, moving up to the college level, would he stay fullback or is mainly defense? I think mainly probably a linebacker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he's got more of the body for a linebacker. Anyway, yeah, he's so. he's hefty. Thick <laughs> <laughs> thick boy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So he wrestled here for the for his freshman and sophomore years, and then decided uh, wrestling kind of gave way to some other things here at school and sure, the sure. other two sports. So, Yeah, we could have used them at 220, <laughs> especially last year. Hey, you never know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're right. You're right. So, no, that's great. And, uh, well, so how about yourself? You said born and raised in Owatonna. Yes. Um, I see your name up on the walls. I see your picture up on the walls. Walk us through kind of uh, <laughs> Coach Kretlow's Years of wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. What years did you wrestle here in Owatonna? Oh, sure. Well, I graduated in 87. So I'm one of the probably two classes of wrestling alumni that had three coaches in their four-year span here at OHS. So I had Dick Black, the legendary Dick Black, for two years. Yeah. And then um, my junior year, we had um, Mike Kukas, an Apple Valley assistant that was here for a year. And then my senior year was the legendary Scott Davis's first year. Okay. okay. So Easy. three different coaches. Um, wrestled anywhere from 98 pounds as a freshman to 145 as a senior. I had a pretty, um, I would say, great. The career was fine. I made it to state one time as a senior and uh, was one match away from placing. Gotcha. Okay. So you said you had three different coaches. Yeah. What was that like having three different coaches? How was practice every year? I mean, them three years, the last year of Coach Black, then Kukas, and then Davis. What was practice like in the difference between the three coaches? Um, so I would say with – so I had the very last years of Coach Black, and um, so he was – a very, I would say, stringent coach, very hard, hard nosed, a lot of mat wrestling. You know, he came from like Brit, Iowa, I believe. Oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, so for me as a young wrestler, kind of a scary guy. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> became, became good friends after he retired. But uh, those first two years was like nose to the grindstone. Let's... Um, Wrestle, 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 yeah. wrestle. Yeah, real hard. Now, Coach Kukas, who came my junior year, um, brought a lot of, I would say, different training to the table. Okay. Like, we never, with Coach Black, we never did, like, outside running or lifting. And he was big into that. Yeah. And it was, it was, so it was starting to transition to, okay, we're not just going to wrestle. We're going to get together in the morning. We're going to do morning runs. Um, we're going to get together and lift during and after some practices. Okay. Um, so I would say much more modern like it is yeah. now with Mr. Kukas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, but we worked really hard. And so I think when Coach Davis came in, he was like um, trying to just kind of start um, garnering more participation 
Okay. And so more kids involved in wrestling. That was always kind of his at all levels. Yep. Let's get as many participants as we can. And the cream will rise rise to the crop, but we don't want to lose anybody. Yep. Right. And so I would say that my senior year was more, I would say, a laid back kind of wrestling because he was just trying to feel his way. Okay. Sure. Out those first few years. Yeah. 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 Yep. So that was all interesting. Okay. Yeah. That is that is quite the dynamic. Yeah. Between yeah. those. Yeah. Oh, that's I was pretty lucky. Yeah. And then how about uh, going on to Augsburg? How was your career up there? Yeah. So uh, I was what you would call, I think, a late bloomer, you know, because okay. I did throughout high school. I always was growing and jumping weight classes. I kind of settled in at Augsburg. Um, really fortunate, I think, that I was on like the cusp of a program that was a, about to really take a big time rise. So, and a lot of it was because of coach Jeff Swenson, sure. kind of legend. He was an alum, a legendary coach. He coached a few years at Rosemont. And then my f- freshman year was his second year at Augsburg. Okay. And so things were starting to roll. Um, felt like I was just in the right place at the right time because um I was okay. Uh, there was a lot of years after I graduated from Augsburg that I was like, I'm glad I didn't wrestle there now because I wouldn't make the team. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that legendary run they had yeah. during the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I felt really fortunate. We were kind of building throughout my career. Uh, but my senior year, uh, we won the national title for the first time as a team. And I was a national runner-up that year, so I contributed to that, um, was a captain of the team, um, and kind of feel really proud that that was like the start of something really special yeah. going on there. I like how you said you're a national runner-up and you probably wouldn't be able to make the team. <laughs> the <laughs> we got to remember that. after me, Ken, yeah, some... <laughs> Guys that Some probably shouldn't houses, have right? been wrestling at that level. Sure, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Lavasser and oh, yeah. some of those Absolutely. guys. Yeah. So you didn't place at state. You made it to state in high Correct. school. But yet you continued on competing and wrestling, and you ended up being a runner-up at nationals. Yeah, I was a three-time All-American, so I placed eighth as a freshman, fourth as a sophomore. Ironically, I did not place um, – I got upset early in my the junior my junior year. Got back to the placing round, what they would call the blood round. Yep, now, yep. and lost. Okay, and then came back and got second my senior year. Jeez. Yeah. So I mean, basically saying you don't have to be a state champion Absolutely. to go and succeed in college level wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it's all about. I mean, kids grow at such different rates yep. nowadays, and yeah. if you just stick with it, continue to, I think, be committed to it, and then find, like me, the right place. Yep. Sure. If you can sure. find the right home, yep. you can just do great things. And you and uh, up there at Augsburg, the school part, um, you, you probably enjoyed the school part rather than just going there to wrestle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of a little community in the heart of the city yep. in Minneapolis and South Minneapolis there. And the ironic thing was uh, Coach Swenson came from Rosemont where he was there for a few years. So he was pulling a lot of the Section 1 or 
Region One yep. kids. So yep. it's a lot of honestly, it was a lot of Southern Minnesota kids <laughs> getting together and wrestle in this uh, yeah. at this little school in Minneapolis. Yeah, your own little community. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, and um, I know for speaking of kind of sticking with it and everything like that, uh, I know that Wade Westfall, uh, friend of this show, talks about you a lot as being like, you just never know who's going to pop. Like, you can't call it at like fourth, fifth grade. It's about just mm-hmm. persevering, staying with it, getting the mat time, you know. Um, and so, like, you, you know, using you as like a shining example or an Eli Ross or. You know, like some of these other guys where you just can't, you think, you know, who's, you know, and sometimes they do pan out. You know, sometimes there are Brandon Mullins and mm-hmm. Peyton Robs that right. you just, hey, you knew back then. But um, other times it's just I, I do love this sport for the fact that you control your own destiny so much more than almost any other sport. It's, you know, th- there's a weight class for you. You don't have to be, you know, four, three speed to just win. Um, right. It's just yeah the the perseverance sticking with it and being willing to lean into your weaknesses and really work on things and mental toughness yeah it's just you and the other person which is why i loved it i'm in control i'm a control freak and i want to (laughs) control how i do so yeah no that's yeah it's It's team it's team but yet you control your own what you want to do for the team yeah i don't think there's any other sport that i can think of where Two guys get put out in the <laughs> middle of a circle with a light on them and say, go. Yeah. And at the end, someone gets their hand raised yep. and the other one doesn't. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that teaches you a lot. Yeah. And, and a lot of the times that you didn't get your hand raised, you still learn something. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Going back to that, my little college story, I learned more that junior year at the national tournament I didn't place than any other year. I was yeah. There, no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, and then so we, Coach Davis lured you on back to Otana, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Federated had something to do with it too. But yeah. uh, uh, what about what time did you get back to Otana to, to help out? So I started at Federated in 1993, okay. and uh, that was in March. So wrestling season was about over. Sure. And uh, so the very following year is when I started my High school coaching career here at Owatonna. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, yeah, so and and you coached until when, basically? Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking right about now, that. Yeah, so I would say for the first ten to twelve years, really, almost pretty much every day. Every day, yeah. But then it started. You know, I started having kids and then Drew started wrestling in the U. So I sure. kind of transitioned away, but um, was still involved in the program. I would say cold turkey out two years ago. Okay. When yeah. Drew decided not to wrestle his junior years, it was kind of when I sure. said, this would, this is a good time for me to transition yeah. out as well. Yeah. Even though you promised me in the interview. <laughs> <I> <laughs> there's still time <laughs> that's just my style i was calling you out in the interview like you better be in Don't my room yeah no. that that happened to me in my interview right away in the first season yeah i called out and he pulled out a contract for eight years yeah blood only yeah mm. 
But uh, okay, so over the over that time and you know all your contributions, I'll, I'll just say like for people that don't know uh, out there, uh, Coach Kretlow was not the red in the face, screaming, you know, like crazy intense. You brought like this just air of we didn't want to disappoint you. I remember specifically working harder on days, not working harder necessarily, but you could feel the whole team rising to it. If you were running the practice and conditioning, because it was that, you know, you have a dad presence where you just don't want you, you know, it, it says more for you to just give a look than to ever yell anything. And I just remember the whole team having that like, oh, my God, I, I, I'm, I'm disappointing him, you know, type yeah. of feel if they were screwing around because we had some wild grades around me as far as behavior. <laughs> yeah. But uh, sure. yeah, but you were the like one of the only coaches that could control that. I'm just going to say class of 2000 guys. <laughs> oh, my God. But <laughs> Coach Kretlow had that, you know, that uh, absolute gravitas to be able to uh, kind of bring it all back and snap us into shape. So thank you for that. That was great. You're welcome. Yeah, I think uh, it's ironic you say that because that's what I always say about Coach Swenson at Augsburg. Guys, like, you know that you're doing your job as a coach when your kids want to win for you more than they want to win for themselves. Sure. Then you've done it. Yeah. And part of that, would, I would say that group and maybe I was still wrestling a lot then. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think that when you're grinding it out with them and and they know that you're putting you in can, the time too. Yeah. Yeah. And that if you really want to the next day, you can grind it in harder. Yeah. <laughs> you earn a little respect. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll tell you back in my era when I was there and it that you've been your, well, it would have been your first year coaching. I would have been a sophomore or a, or a freshman, one of the two and watching when I was not, doing what I was supposed to be, but watching you with Nate Abrahams, you and Nate just going at it in the room. It was just like, geez, I'm glad I don't have to wrestle him. And I'm not yes. that big. I'm way yeah. too small. It, it and matters. It yeah. It's just watching. And then the next time that I actually sat back and this was more into your later years of coaching. Hmm. And I watched you and coach Disher, Wade Disher walk out of this room and Patrick Mahan standing there you're bleeding from your nose dish or was it Disha was bleeding from his nose you were gimping out and he was still standing there and i'm like yeah i'm not going against him <laughs> i just watched you two go after him and it was it was just to see you be able to still do that i mean and and you're probably what about 35 at that time that's not old and and to be able to go like that with a, a junior national champ state champion d1 wrestler and you're still trying to hold your own against him. You did. Trying. Trying. To, I mean, you, you stuck <laughs> yeah. in there. It got hard at it, the end. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. The Russell Smiths. Oh, yep. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys. <laughs> and I was starting to age. And <laughs> it got harder and harder. Uh, but it was really fun. I felt like I was fortunate um, when I was young. Like, when I first got in the room, Jeremy Schubert was yep. here. And we could. Yeah. We could. I could scrap, like. I was in college yep. still with him and then Nate and yep. Boar and some of those guys. Yep, I was always on the little end with uh, Becker and Waltman. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Yeah. But that, you know, that was yeah. what was great about those teams is that 
we had at least three or four coaches that were scrapping with kids right. every day. And I think that makes a huge it does. Yeah. It does. It does. It it's good to be able to have a younger coaching staff Absolutely. that, that is able to go more than just one match. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's why I, I uh, keep kind of ragging on uh, my dad. Like where are all these, and they're starting to come in this year. Like where are all these federated marketing reps, you know, that are, <laughs> And we just had one in today. That yes, was a I've seen that. recent grad from Ohio University, uh, Coach Yinger. And then we've had Coach Clarkin in. Zach Clarkin's been helping out uh, once a week when he can. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to get back to that point. I know uh, Coach Megger is still in good shape, but that's exactly it. I mean, I, I owe so much of my development not to, like, uh, the program in general, but to my own practice partners and guys like B.J. Mariotti right. and Jeff Becker. And, you know, still never took down Jeff Becker, ever. <laughs> I mean, just ever. He was a little bigger than you. But. Yeah. Well, the calves, I mean, the calves were gigantic. Uh, but Mariotti was was that type where, you know, I, I if I ran out of self-motivation, you know, he's in my face reminding me of my goals yeah. and what it takes and that I'm fine. You know, breathe through it. You, you have more in the tank, that type of thing. And so um, it took you know, a village of totally. coaches. And I, I'm, that's what I'm working towards is kind of building that back up because you just never know who's going to connect with who either. Yep. Um, I'd like to think everybody listens to me and gets motivated by me and everything, but I'm a realist. I know that's not the thing. And, and not to mention there's expertise out there that I don't have as, as much of a wrestling geek as I am about techniques. So um, it starting to get, I've always had that kind of, mid to late nineties, uh, what I saw. And then what I saw before come before me too, with those staffs and having just a bevy of assistants that can just absolutely hammer and you can kind of <laughs> learn that way. So, yep. yeah, well, that was great. But how about fondest coaching memory, sir? Well, I think I mentioned like that first year I was able to help Jeremy Schubert achieve his goal as a state champion. That was that yeah. was a really cool memory. And then, of course, the first team state title. Yeah, you know, you only do you only get to do that once for the right. first time. Yep. And when you when you finally achieve it after all the hard work and you know, it took us a while to get there. Yeah. But when we finally did, it was it's it's pretty special when you do stuff like that. Absolutely. I, and I forget, were you the one that smacked up Jason Schubert? Before no, no, just, no, I wasn't. No. That was, was that Becker. Becker. Becker was doing it? Yeah. That's I a figured little it was you because you were taller. But yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's sure true. That doesn't get fit on a, personality. Yeah, he yeah. had to get on a ladder. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> He's hanging from wires, <laughs> slapping him up. Yeah, no, that was Jeff. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. No, and that, that was a special year in, in for so many reasons. But yeah, like you said, I... I feel like it was very appropriate, the investment that was made in the late 80s into the program. And then me being in kindergarten that very first year where everything changed, where OWA had its own wrestling and stuff like that. And I then was a freshman on that first ever team. Yep. It was like, oh, my God, that was a total. You could just see that progression and everything of what, you know, Davis and Phillips and yeah. uh, the Hubdens, you know, all these people, Dave Nelson. All um, the work they put Yeah, in. yeah. So. Steve LeCount. Look yeah. out the pecans, yeah. the pecans, you know, yeah, yep. just all these, all these, uh, contributors. So, yeah, thank you for being a part of that and having such a big impact on, I know my life, a lot of other wrestlers lives countless. So you're um, welcome. Yeah. It was, can't wait to have you back next year. 
All right. <laughs> and cut. And <laughs> yeah. where's the contract? Yeah. Do you got the hood to kidnap him? Put him in there? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. And, uh, appreciate you having me on. All so. right. Awesome. Good to see you. Nice seeing you. And we'll be right back after this message. All right. Welcome back to Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Um, one more time, I want to thank Flemke Insurance Agency. Ben Flemke and his team is there to be your advocate in the super fun world of insurance where you don't probably want to do your own shopping and get all those quotes <laughs> and everything like that. Well, he geeks out about it. He's an absolute animal in hunting down the best possible deal for you. So. Um, but then also we wanted to plug the season that's coming up right around the corner and we have freestyle and Greco director right here, uh, coach Gabe Hovden. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're trying to bring back or my, my plan, I shouldn't say bring it back, but my plan, um, to get the freestyle and Greco program rolling again here in Oatana. Um, I am now an empty nester. Um, like we were just talking off air, um, you know, you kind of get bored, so you got to go back to your roots. Um, so we're going to have a, it's about a nine week program. Um, it goes from March 21st. And if you qualify, you could wrestle up until June 11th. And I think that's regional nationals. Um, if the high school kids qualify farther um, at, at some point in May, they would have to start transferring up to the cities to the juniors and cadet camp. Yeah. And right. wrestle for them, coaches. Um, that's that. That's a the whole special Minnesota Storm team. And if we have kids like that, I w- I would be sending them there <laughs> immediately. They, yeah. but um, it's just uh, practices are going to be on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, we haven't nailed it down to a complete time yet, depending on numbers. Okay. Um, but our goal right now with the numbers we have, we're it's an hour and fifteen minute practice. And it's basically warm up technique, learn some throws, learn some turns, um, no conditioning, no strength training. They, they they do that on their own, um, in their own program. So it's just basically mat time, um, yeah. learn moves that you don't rely at. You don't want to rely on in folk style. You right. want to rely on them on them in freestyle because the, the throws, the turns, um, but they're always nice to have in your back pocket. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I was thinking about that today after, you know, we uh, I, I talked to the team at the beginning of practice because uh, with having uh, Coach Yinger here and what he does in freestyle and Greco, too, as a collegiate athlete. Um, I, I thought of a few things that, you know, talking about how moves may translate, not that yep. you want to necessarily rely on them, but like thinking about like turning the corner with a crotch lift and how that turned into my main defense and folk style of getting the corner that way yep. and, and hooking an ankle, you yeah. know, not necessarily rolling through with the crotch yep. lift, but at least getting it to keep his hips anchored yep. and then keep scooting around the back. Yep. That became everything for me. And yep. I wouldn't have had that without freestyle. Yeah. Cause in freestyle, if you come in and take a bad shot and you don't finish immediately, you're, you, you you're going to go for a ride. Right. And, yep. um, you might think you, you end up on top, but you're only getting one point where the guy that you actually took down just scored three points on you by throwing you. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's the advantage of learning to be aggressive the whole time doing a takedown. Right. Yeah. And keeping the hips low, yep. you know, finishing that Good way. position. Yeah. It's uh, in this scramble culture, uh, especially let's say parents of younger wrestlers. Um, it's become such a kind of a scramble 
sport yes. in the last 20 years. And I, I feel like freestyle really helps you hammer home being a lot sharper on takedowns because it is so easy for the defender to just expose yep. quick and get the two points. Yep. And so if you're truly covering the hips, if you're staying down, um, finishing better, that's going to translate to folk style too, because yes. then no more stalemates. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. You're not, you're not just sitting on a leg. You're right. You're, you're, you're mentally ready thinking, Oh crap, I got to finish this. You're going to continue to fight for that move rather than oh, I got it. I'm not in good positions. I'm just going to hold on and then we'll start over. Right. Well, and so that's the practice structure. What are you thinking about as far as competition? Competition there, um, there is going to be, from what I've heard, this is my first year back doing it. So there, I'm still waiting for the schedule to come out. But um, from what I've heard, there's tournaments on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. My, my philosophy for this, this year is we're going to go to one tournament. Per weekend. Per weekend. Yeah. We're not, I, we're, I, I don't. The season's long enough. This is supposed to be, yeah. and freestyle to me, um, until you're a junior or cadet, if you make that storm team, then it's serious. Yep. Down, if you're not on the storm team, you don't want to be on the storm team. You don't, you don't want to go that far. It, it's for fun. I right. mean, there's, I, I don't, I don't want any weight cutting. Right. It's all oh open. Gosh. It's all open tournaments. So yeah, the older half has weight brackets. Younger half, it's kind of pile them together, I think. Yep. Yeah, um, still pretty loose. It's it's pretty loose on the weights. Um, so it, it's one tournament a weekend, and from last I remember, it's you go there with a four man bracket, and uh, that's all the way through, um, all ages, and you you wrestled three three matches, and okay. yeah. and it's not a forty five minute wait in between matches. It's right. fifteen minutes, so you get in and get out of there. You get you go have some fun at a tournament. You get to see some really good wrestling. I mean, you can see two real good guys get tossed around. You can actually see a state yep. champion who's never wrestled freestyle before and some kid that never, that's all he does is wrestle freestyle all year or, you know, in folk style, but he never made the state, beat a state champion in, yeah. in freestyle. It's just if you know how to position yourself in freestyle. And that's the cool part about those tournaments too is, like a crowd will gather around a mat when it's like, Hey, he's a state champ from Jackson uh -huh. and here's another state champ from Simley or something, you know, yep. like yeah, just it, two kids that normally don't go against each other yes. or something like that. that. And like the buzz is in the gym. Yep. It, like that's kind of cool. It sucks when you lose when there's an <laughs> yeah. audience like that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Apple Valley Paskey. But uh, it's, it, it's the atmosphere is like, we're all here for the entertainment. Yes as a wrestling community. It's not like our team versus your team no, or anything like that. And we will not do no, um, no team, team, uh, freestyle tournaments. Sure. It, it just drags it out way too long. I, yeah. I, I, I want to keep the, I want these kids to be interested, want to come have fun and learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, you know, to all the parents out there, any wrestlers watching this too, I'm going to keep harping on my high school room and the middle schoolers that I see at practice at night. Um, it's, it's so important. What you do in the off season is so important. And I'm not asking anyone to be full blown wrestling 12 months yeah. out of the year, or anything like that. Just, you know, come get that mat time. It, yep. It's such a sport of instinct. And the only way you get there is with time. Yep. We, we just keep talking about mat time. So even if you don't do the competitions, but you're doing practice, you know, it's, get that mat yep. time. In. And, and our registrations online, um, okay. And also it's free. You free? just, you just okay. got to fill out 
the registration forms. Um, if you go to any tournaments, yeah, you, you have to have a USA card, sure. but that's $25. So they're going to OatanaWrestling.com. I think so. The OWA site. Yep. yep. And free. <laughs> and then just paying for the Min USA card, basically. Yep. Is, basically is, is, is it. Um, okay. And that, that card gets you into the tournaments. And you can, if you, if you want, you can train hard enough to make it as far as you want. I yeah. mean, I mean, look at, I mean, prime example, paint Rob, look where he's at. Right. Yeah. Um, he, he, he went out and he, he traveled and made qualified for all these tournaments. Um, I do know I, I've got, uh, um, well, Brandon Moen, yep. a junior, um, national all American for freestyle Greco. I've already talked with him. He's, he's already committed to come in, uh, one oh, or two sweet. nights and show his favorite freestyle move. Sure. Um, and he, he went out, started his career D one wrestler. Um, and then, uh, they cut the program. Sorry yeah. for him. They right. cut his program with, uh, what was it? 20 days to actually sign at another college. Right. So he ended up going to Mankato state and had to, uh, injury retire. Um, so I mean, there, there's opportunities with this freestyle that just will, will get you wherever you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And it's fun. It is. Well, I have fun in practice when we're, we're not, uh, we, we, we learn. But yeah. we're, we're not yelling and screaming. Right. Yeah. The regular season is, like you said, it's yes. long enough. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I sometimes I come in eating a candy bar and have candy bars or, you know, treats or, you know, just. Yeah. Bring yeah, a friend. Bring like a friend. That. And just, I mean, yep. just hang out. I mean, not hang out, but come in and wrestle. Right. You'll, you'll learn something that day. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for filling in for your, for your dad there. Um, yeah. And thank you for. Like I said, stepping up, you've, you're always um, such a, a good, you know, like you have the captain's practice thing down pat. Like everyone looks forward to that. <laughs> you do such yeah. a great job. We find we got you into the middle school program again yep. this year. And now you're tacking on freestyle yep. Greco season. Well, I'll say that captain's practice. I don't know why they like me there so much because I don't give them a break. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you run <laughs> I, a very I, tight I, shift. I, there is no, they get like three minutes out of an hour and a half. Yeah. To go get a drink of water and they can use their three minutes. Either they get three minutes or three one minute time limits oh, to go. Geez. And yeah. I mean, before the season, I mean, last year, oh, you're doing captain's practice. It's like the season just got over and you're asking about if I'm <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I it, it's brutal, too. It, it, it's it's a you know, it's a boot camp. It's yeah. It's yeah. to get, try and get your heart rate up before you get a hold of them. Yeah. I don't want anybody puking first week. of. <laughs> yeah. I, I take care of that. Yeah. You get that out of the way. <laughs> so that's great. Well, thank you much. Uh, thank you one more time to Flemke insurance agency and, uh, the OWA and, um, the wrestling community. Can't wait to see you at sections. Take care.